Hey there, all you cats and kittens. It's back to basement babbling with your host, Emily Fawcett. And I have a special guest today. Woohoo! Her name is Jillian Floyd, one of my bestest, bestest friends. Say hey, Jillian. Hey, girl. <laughs> um, and if you haven't guessed it, today we're going to talk about Tiger King. Um, I will say spoilers ahead. So if you haven't seen it and you and you plan on watching it, you don't want anything spoiled, uh, turn it off and wait because patience is a virtue. And um, this is once again just babbling our thoughts, what we think about it, what we think about it has nothing to do with with what you think about it, please no hate. We're just I am not a licensed psychiatrist. Yes. <laughs> nor do I claim claim to be, to be one. <laughs> but come inside. I just play one on TV. Yeah. Um okay, let's just dive into it. Like like what were your what what are your what are your like what did it leave you with? What are your thoughts and impressions on what it left you with? Like it left me with um, you know when you see that like McDonald's fry in your car that's probably from like three weeks ago and you're like wow that looks fresh should I eat it maybe <laughs> it's, it's that kind of <laughs> I shouldn't do this I shouldn't have dove into this 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 entire fiasco of a world but I'm going to yeah yeah, that fell in the cup holder once because you put your, your fry basket in the cup holder. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> the other day, I found a whole ass chicken nugget from Chick-fil-A <laughs> under my seat. Now, I normally don't go to Chick-fil-A, but there is one in the same parking lot as school. Yeah. On days when I'm like really short on time and I have to like run errands during lunch, I frequented the Chick Fil A maybe a few times. I mean, it, I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I had, but I hadn't eaten Chick Fil A in oh god, um, like a year. Dang. And then, good. but then we got to Chicago, and a couple of days I didn't have any time, and I ran over, and I I felt. And this is like this is kind of what a trash human being I am. I felt bad about it, mm -hmm. so I was like, "There." <laughs> this is going to sound like a brag, but it's not. It's just me. I felt so guilty about going to Chick Fil A that I got two extra sandwiches because there were two homeless guys outside, oh. and I two extra sandwiches and gave them to him because I felt that guilt. I mean, I would have given him money, but at the same time, I was just like, I feel so bad about going here that I'm just going to get extra food and pass it to the masses. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm that, I'm that trash human. Um, but anyway, uh, so, uh, Carol, I'm sorry, as he would say that bitch, Carol. First of all, <laughs> All right, Joe Exotic. I think we need to start with the eyebrow ring. Oh, the one that's clinging on for dear life. The one that's not even underneath his eyebrow. <laughs> it's just like his hooded eye. <laughs> like <laughs> that's all it is. The first two episodes, I was convinced it was a clip-on. 
like the first two. And then as it kept going, I was like, no, it's still, it's in the exact same spot. So either he's really good at placing a clip on or it's actually there. And Alex is like, Emily, it's actually on his face. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the, have you seen the memes? Oh my goodness. So good. Oh. The one that was like everyone else's vision and it has like, you know, this beautiful set of trees and then his, and it has a little bit of that, that ring in his eyesight. I was like, Oh my God. One of my favorites. It, it's not about the eyebrow ring, but it's a, a, my favorite meme so far is uh, the scene from high school musical. When <laughs> I don't know their names. I was a little too old for that. I mean, I, I've seen it, but it's not my thing. Is it bad that I'm like Troy and Gabriella or? Okay, okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I needed that. Okay, so (laughs) Zach Efron is putting the necklace onto Gabriella. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she goes, T is in Troy. And he goes, (laughs) no, (laughs) I can't. No, T is in that bitch Carol Baskin. And I lost my mind <laughs> oh man oh, oh i just love i know you'll appreciate this because you because you work in theater um and you know a kind of creative background not kind of a creative background but um <laughs> losing my mind um but when she called that leopard print, cat print, and it was like leopard print, tiger print, cheetah print, all of it was, the, it's all cat print. And I was yeah. like, I was like, technically, Carol, yes, but god damn it. Yeah. She, she is something else with those outfits and that hair and. Oh, the floral crowns. Oh, oh my god. everything. And the bicycle. Did you see that she sat next to Britney Spears at the VMAs in like 2002? Get out. I'm I'm not kidding. I will send you the photo. I did not see that. Oh yeah, she um she sat next to her and then she perf- um Britney Spears performed a show where she had a live tiger. It was I'm a slave for you. Uh-oh. Where she had a live tiger and guess it was in the back. Uh Doc Doc Antle. Yeah, Doc. And Doc I was Antle. like Oh, speaking of, segue into that. Mm. His harem cult. Oh my gosh, I know. What? Everything about this TV show is so culty. I mean, it can't, uh, honestly, you can't make it up. You can't make that shit up. Um, No, seriously. And the funny thing is, is like, uh, I took the first three episodes because, you know, I was paying attention, but not really. Sure. (laughs) But it took me the first three episodes to realize that it wasn't entirely set in Florida because that's I thought it was all in Florida. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Right. <laughs> <And that's> just, <laughs> I felt so bad. I was like, that's awfully. <laughs> <laughs> but not far off. Not far off. Um, to be real. But the, uh, um, yeah, Doc Antle, I did not, I didn't like him. I didn't like him. Oh, no. No. Not Riding in on his elephant. With all the women doing all the work, like no, yeah. no, dude. They changed their names and yeah, 
I, that part I just doesn't sit right with me. When there's definitely a cult factor there, when they're making you change your name, change your identity. Yeah, to change, and, and they can't wear anything that he doesn't approve. Like, yeah, what? Red flag. Yeah, and the um. Oh gosh, I will say the I out of this whole thing, the most the thing that I found most shocking was. If you remember, if you recall the the video feed that they had of the office, and when that when the husband came in and shot himself, yeah, and but you didn't see that, but you yeah, saw everybody's just, reactions, yeah, that was I was shocked. Like I did the Home Alone face with that guy when it happened. For sure. I was just like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Holy and crap! He was like one of the few that kind of had his head on straight, and then that yeah. happened. And he totally changed mm-hmm. and like that, that like kind of pushed him over the edge into, well, now I'm really tied to this entire situation. Yeah. And I think he just kind of lost a sense of like reality at that point. Yeah. I mean, that's not something you see every day. And then, oh God, at the funeral, like he was Joe. Oh God. Joe's flex game is serious because when that when the girl got her we'll come back to this later but like when the girl got her arm bitten off or sorry the uh she identifies as a man um when he got his arm bitten off mm-hmm. he put on an emergency services jacket oh yeah do you remember that yeah flexed and then yeah at his Absolutely. at his husband's funeral he was dressed as a um a priest did you notice yeah I did notice that. I was so confused as to how and why he had that on. And then his speech was absurd. <gasps> oh my gosh, when he with his mother in the front row, that poor boy's mother in the front that row. And he, and he's like he said um uh, he just put his when I felt sad, he just put them balls in my face. I know. One, you nasty. <laughs> Two, not in front of his mama. Not at his funeral. No. Oh. Oh. Oh, girl. I had a lot of feelings about this. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of feelings about this. So, um, and I don't, and I feel, I, I don't feel bad. Sorry. I don't think that he is a completely bad person. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I think that he, he wanted things too quickly. Mm-hmm. And so he took the corner, he cut the corners and he, uh, got in, you know, got in deep with a lot of things and just, and also this whole spite over Carol Baskin, this whole situation, he would not be in jail right now, probably, which is sad because he's abused those animals. Yeah. But, but if he had kept to himself and not, you know, egged her on he probably yeah. would not be in prison right now probably not it's sad but it's true and i thought it was also interesting the whole uh the 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 guy coming in what's his name his name jeff is that his name jeff uh which one the the guy who took over the zoo who ba- who they say uh, stole the zoo yeah yeah jeff. him coming in and Oh, it just killed me. What was the line that he said? Because, oh, he said that 
he would bring tiger. They'd be in Vegas, and he'd bring tigers to the hotel room. Yeah, and lure girls to the room for he and his wife. And he said, "Yeah, talking about the cubs because they have the tiger cubs." He said, "Yeah, a little pussy gets you a lot of pussy." Yeah. Ugh. It's just so predatory. Disgust. It's just disgusting. Yeah. Absolutely disgusting. And his wife just thought that was so funny. I know. I don't. I don't. And this is me being judgy. I know it is. I'm judging. To say well, sure. to say what kind of you know what kind of woman um goes with that and says, Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's true. Yeah. Who does that? People who are desperate for money and power and whatever yeah. they want. True, true. Money Money and power will ruin a lot of people's lives. Yeah, and both of these, all of these guys really used sex and money to gain their power. Yeah. If you think about the ways that, I mean, for goodness sake, Joe basically married two straight men. Yeah, yeah, he did. He, You know, he basically manipulated them. Not to say that... Um, you know, sex and gender are not on a spectrum, but which they completely are. I'm, I'm not saying that at all, but it, it wasn't, I don't think it was that. I think it was, they were being manipulated into being promised whatever they wanted and having those tigers really brought them a lot of power and say so over a lot of their audiences. Yeah. Uh, agreed. It's so, it's just, it's very interesting to see the, like the, kind of sociopathic and like megalomaniac kind of people involved in all of this. Um, mm -hmm. And it was interesting because these, and he gets them and he got them when they were young. You That's know, true. 19. I'm not saying that a 19 year old doesn't know, you know what they want, but like when I was 19, I didn't, you know, what did I know? Oh, yeah. My idea of what I wanted has completely changed. Completely. And an interesting thing to think about is not only were they 19-year-old boys, but they were also coming from situations where they had been addicted to drugs. And, yeah. I mean, it's highly, everybody, you know, a lot of the people on the show said that he got, he kept them in supply. Mm -hmm. And that's why they stayed, because... They were they were thinking, oh well, I got a job, I I got a place to live, and he's gonna give me you know whatever they were what meth or I know one of them mm -hmm. smoked a lot of pot. Not like that has you know, but pot can be expensive when you're in a city where it's not legal. Sure. So yeah, it's just interesting. And oh god. The young lady who testified, not testified, but uh, the young lady who spoke out about Doc Antle, she uh, had mentioned, you know, the whole thing about, oh, I changed my name and I did this. We're not allowed to do that. And but what I found really interesting is that she said it like she wanted the world to know, but she also had feelings of respect and kind of a love for these people. Sure. You know what I mean? Like she didn't it say sounds... he she didn't say he was abusive or anything. She just said, 
well, it was very cultish and we had to, Mm -hmm. we couldn't wear this and we had to wear that. And he picked her outfits and I mean, good Lord, the, like the video where the girl is wearing a cheetah print onesie. (laughs) Yeah. And cat makeup and those, those pointy teeth. I, I just, I cringed. Mm-hmm. She looked like Josie and the Pussycats on acid. Like, <laughs> yeah, it it hurt to like to see these women put in the situation and just being like, okay. And they were being paid like less than minimum wage. Yes, they're they being had, paid like an intern. Yeah, and they had no control over their lives. They yeah. are put into a position of poverty in the sense that they could never leave because they would have no way to supply actually leaving exactly and to see that all unfold on a television show was it was crazy i mean we see it unfold on written for t you know tv series Mm -hmm. but to see it happen in real life with this camera crew just filming and, and getting all this information it was crazy and i another thing about uh, women on the show I saw this meme and it did it made me laugh but it was very accurate it said he said you know what y'all I know women got it hard because I watched an entire I watched the entire season of Tiger King and at the end of it still said man that bitch Carol well yeah because it was he had, you know, he had hired somebody to kill her. He had done all these things, and they were just like, "Man, that bitch Carol," because it's, it's catchy. Mm-hmm. It was funny because he'd said it so many times, but it was just interesting to have a, a guy go, "You know what? I know women got it hard because this happened." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That's his reaction. Yeah, it was all of our reactions. I mean, it was my reaction. I was like, "Man, Carol," and then thinking about it. She is a hypocrite because they do have the big, Absolutely. they do have the big cats. I mean, mm-hmm. she says they're there f- so that they can live out the rest of their lives because they can't go back to the wild. I mean, I, I guess I get that, but she's, yeah, she's still making a profit though. Yeah. And she still isn't paying her workers enough either. No, they're all, I mean, most of them are volunteers. They're all, volu- yeah. you know, almost, what was it? It was like. of her staff are volunteers and Mm -hmm. she doesn't even know who they are. Yeah. That's, that was really sad. That was crazy. It's just interesting to see both sides of it where they think they're being conserv, not conservationists, but like they think they're being helpful for these tigers and treating them well. And it's just funny because she, the entire time, saying tigers shouldn't be kept in cages. And then they all roll up behind her. <laughs> I know. In the feeding cage, which is, uh, why is the, uh, that's another thing. Why is the feeding cage so small? I don't know. Why? It's weird, right? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I don't know if they get territorial and they attack each other. Yeah. And so they need to, like, keep them separate. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I'm not sure, but it was weird. And the, um, oh gosh, the Walmart meat truck. Yeah. Woo. The meat he was selling on his, like, in his place, he was selling food from the dumpster. Isn't that correct? I just think that's insane. And the poor, and the employee, and the employees got paid so poorly that 
they got first dibs out of the back of the expired meat truck. Yeah, it's horrible. What? Jeez. No offense to any freegans out there, but But you should be paying your people enough that they can actually buy food at least. Yeah, let's make it a choice that they can dumpster dive, not that they have to. Exactly. The, uh... Oh, and then you asked me earlier, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jillian and I were talking earlier because I haven't talked to her on the phone in a while and I miss her so much that uh, she asked me, she's like, do you think Carol did it? <laughs> Hell yes. Oh, yes. I, I, she just, she had too much um, opportunity. She had all of the tools. She had... I mean, why what there's no case against her as to why she didn't. Yeah, and it's interesting because she's watching the show, watching her kind of giggle about it. Mm-hmm. Where she says, uh, oh gosh, what's she saying? Oh, because they were saying she hid them under the um septic tank. Mm-hmm. buried him under the septic tank and she said no that septic tank has been was there a couple years before he disappeared there's no opportunity for me to do that and like giggling <laughs> about it and i yeah i just I, I don't know why but i i was like i there were no words well, maybe she wants people to maybe she wanted joe or at least joe and and doc and jeff to think that she did it so that they would be threatened by her yeah i'm true that's true i could that could be be a slight power move you know let them think i did this so that they won't come after me yeah they like that yeah i mean but then where did he go Oh, I still think that she killed him. Oh. I just think her <laughs> attitude toward it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. No, I definitely <laughs> think that she killed her husband. Okay, I'm picking up what you're laying down now. Okay. Um, I just think the little giggle about it is her way of being like, oh. I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Gotcha, Watch gotcha. out. Well, it's also uh, the, the whole thing when Joe got attacked by the his boots kept getting bitten by the tigers. Yeah. And he said that somebody put perfume on them and and then she proceeded to say, oh no, you don't put perfume on your shoes because mm-hmm. the tigers just love that, you know. Mm-hmm. And you would, if you wanted somebody, if you wanted a tiger to eat somebody, you'd probably just cover them in sardine oil or something like that. It's like, yeah. girl, that's oddly specific. Okay, yeah, bitch. Okay. <laughs> and the fact that she had the meat grinder and that yeah. oh, they said that um, the acid in the big cat's stomachs would be enough to disintegrate their bones. Yeah. They can eat anything okay. bones and all. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's like having a pig because pigs, if you, uh, if you feed a pig anything, they'll eat it and they can eat, they can, they can actually chew through bone. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is. Fun facts. If you want to dispose of a body. <laughs> Sardine oil. Sardine a oil. A tiger. Or you just throw them to the pigs. Oh, God. Just like rub them in truffles. And <laughs> rub throw them in some truffles. <laughs> just rub the body in some truffle oil. Yeah. And uh, truffle pig is going to go 
hey, I'm a... Ah, pun intended. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and being, if you didn't know, hard as a mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I that also... Good. <laughs> I, no, I also just really loved the. Oh gosh, what's his name? I don't remember what his name was, but the drug kingpin was the sanest was the sanest one on the entire show, and he had an ATF agent oh, yeah. like dead dumped on his lawn, and he was the sanest thing about that show. And I thought oh, that yeah. was I thought that was absolutely crazy. And then the guy who ha- that had the monkey in his lap the whole show. Yes. He re- seems like the most logical out he, of everyone. He reminds me of, and for anybody who knows me, you know I'm from Georgia. And I think I mentioned it on the previous podcast, but it reminded me of someone from Georgia. I don't know why, but just the way he kind of sat there and he, what did he say that really got me that I was like, yeah, that reminds me of a couple of neighbors that we've had in the past. He said, uh, I, I don't care how you train the animals. Tell me, tell me how you train the women. Oh, and I was, I was like, oh yeah, that reminds me of a couple of neighbors we've probably had. <laughs> and Hello? It hit home a little too hard. Like it hit, it hit my neighborhood how I felt about the neighborhood a little too hard. Um, yeah, there were, there were a couple people on the show that reminded me of some of the people that, you know, some of the people that I know. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to call anybody out, but, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but it was just a moment of like, Oh my God, I know someone exactly like that. Or, Oh God, if this person got, had gotten into this, uh, profession that's exactly how that would have turned out oh absolutely my god uh so i think i think let's let's close this out with uh chatting about he's been so uh, joe um joe exotic's been convicted Mm -hmm. right on several counts of animal cruelty and neglect Mm -hmm. and Two counts of murder for hire. So let's, I think let's talk about the, the whether or not you think he did the uh, animal cruelty. And le- then we can chat about the murder for hire because I thought that was, a, I hate to say it, but I thought it was a hilarious way that they brought that up in the show. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Um, okay. So do you think he, do you think he's uh, guilty of the animal cruelty? Well, sure. I yeah. mean, there's raw footage of he what he shot. Was it five tigers? Yeah, I I remember that the guy Something like that saying that he would hear in the middle of the night just a gunshot, and then there would be a tiger missing the next day. Yeah, that's crazy because I just think that like the sheer size of their you know exhibits, um, and it just them being handled by the public mm-hmm. I mean it's accidents waiting to happen you're just in I don't know agitating wild animals yeah especially the cubs the whole cub situation where people got to hold a, a, a baby mm-hmm. like hold a baby tiger or and then breeding uh, and then there's another thing breeding the tigers 
yeah. to, to just be in captivity or, you know, killing them when they get too old because he de- he couldn't afford any more tigers. Because they had, what, 200 and... Two, oh, yeah. 200 and something tigers on the property? Yeah. I mean, they've got to be killing them at a certain point and breeding more. So they just always have cubs coming in and yeah. being able to be held and to have pictures taken with. And then they get to a point where they eat too much and they can't handle them anymore. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's interesting because we hold people, you know, um, general public more accountable for how they treat their animals. than we do these big cat and zoo kind of situations. Mm-hmm. Because if, if you were neglecting a dog at home, or you were, or if you let's say you have a, a you're breeding puppies, mm-hmm. and then when they don't sell off, you you know euthanize them. It's I, I would say I feel like more people get uh, get what's coming to them in that in that situation mm-hmm. than they do when a zoo or not usually zoos though because zoos are pretty good about treating their animals correctly. Um, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. We can only record for 30 minutes max. We're on to like 45 seconds, Jilly. Oh, no. Um. Well, we're going to wrap this up just here for a second. Uh, we might be able to record some more. But if not, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Jillian, for uh, letting me call you and bother you about this. Of course. Thank you. Uh, let me see if we can add some more because I think we've, we've still got some talking points. Yeah. But if not, thank you all so much for listening uh, to Basement Babbling. And if I can't make this work, we'll see you next time. (laughs) Stay cool, all you cool cats and kittens. (laughs) We'll see you next time. So everyone, we had a moment of an kind of a brief intermission, I guess. I uh, Dinner's getting ready, and I gotta go cook, but we're gonna have, Jillian and I will have a part two where we talk a little bit more about Tiger King and a couple of other things uh, coming up next week. I also, to close this episode out, I will let you all know that we will be having another episode on Monday or Wednesday, depending on the availability of my interviewee but we will be talking about Passover since it's coming up like I think it's next week or at the end of next week maybe Thursday but Passover is coming up uh my boyfriend is Jewish and uh my next interview or chat is also a Jewish man and we'll be chatting about that we'll also be just chatting about how our lives have changed in this situation and how much, honestly, we're going to talk about food, how much food we've made and what kind of food we've made. So I hope that this episode today made you laugh. Uh, and I hope that everyone has a wonderful evening and we'll see you on the next episode. And Jillian, thank you so much for being on the show. And I can't wait for the next one and the next one and the next one because she's hilarious and she's my friend. And I hope you all love her as much as I do. But thank you so much for giving us your time. So we will see y'all next episode.
Thank you. Yay!